Jess, what was your biggest fear before you released your first original song? Um, it was definitely because my songs are very personal to me. Yeah. Everything I write was like some sort of story behind it. And I had such a fear for so long of what other people would think mm-hmm. and what, like, if they read into it, like what they would think of like who it was about and stuff like that. It literally stopped me releasing for years. Like I've been writing songs since I was like 13, 14 really? and 26 now. Yeah. And I only released my first song last year. So that's how scared I was about it. Wow. But finally got over it, got out of my own way. And yeah. <laughs> and what was it like your, so you had an expectation, you had a fear around it. Mm-hmm. And then once you released it, what was that like? How did your expectation match? What was it like? Um, do you know what? I actually had a few people like make comments to me mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, well, we know who that's about kind oh, of thing. Really? And I was like, yeah. And do you know what? After COVID, I really, I came to the realization that like life is too short to care what anyone thinks. Mm-hmm. And it was only after COVID when I came out of that, I was like, we could be all be dead tomorrow. So I like, know. I'm going to give life 100% and I'm going to live it as authentically as I possibly can. So yeah. when I released that, I was like, oh, I actually don't care. <laughs> like I was oh. just gone to that stage then. And I was I like, I'm proud of this piece of like work that I've done. I know. So I want other people to hear it and enjoy it or whatever. So yeah, I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And if it doesn't land, it doesn't land. But yeah that was my thought process behind it <laughs> but uh, honestly like in in life in general that must impact your whole mentality like if you can be that authentic and share something vulnerable and put it out there and be okay and be like whatever whatever anyone else thinks doesn't matter I'm happy with what I made do you feel like mm-hmm. that's given you more confidence in general oh definitely I feel like I feel like COVID for me just pivoted everything in my life. Um, It made me realize like who my friends were. It made me realize what I wanted to do with life, to follow my passion, all that sort of stuff. So that's where everything just kind of changed for me. Um, So I feel like ever since then, I have been living like a more authentic version of myself, if that makes sense. And I'm very kind of, I'm more focused on like what I want and how I'm not willing to settle for things. Um, Yeah, just go after what I want. So I wanted to ask you, when we first started working together, you were super busy. You were a busy wedding singer. You were working a full-time job. You were getting your head mm-hmm. around like releasing music. How do I do that? What, what's distribution? Oh, do I need PR? Like there was a lot mm-hmm. going on. Where are you now in terms of all of that? Is life as hectic as it was or have you kind of found more freedom or balance or is there anything different now? So since I first started working with you, I have, I was working full time and I, I eventually went down to part time and then I eventually quit my job. So I'm full time self-employed doing wedding music now, yeah, which is great. Um, and I've released four singles since then, five even. One is a remix of the first one. So if, I don't know if you count that as another one. Totally counts. (laughs) (laughs) things have changed drastically I feel like I when I first started I was busy but I was busy in a different way that I'm busy now now like my days are obviously back then like I made money for someone else and I was 
working nine to five and all that sort of jazz. But now it's like I'm busy learning new music and I'm busy mm. in a different, like an artistry capacity. Yeah. So like I'm learning new things. I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to make sure that my systems on my end for like admin and emails run better. Fab. So it's totally different kind of busy. Yeah. yeah, I know. But you are busy, right? Like you're, a, I mean, you were super booked out when I was working with you as a wedding singer. I'm sure that hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's taken off even more, and it's it's overwhelming, but it's absolutely uh-huh. amazing. Um, it makes me really sad when I have to turn away people, but yeah, I suppose that's kind of the joys of of the job. So you just, I know, yeah. And how do you? Because I think some of the singers that I work with are like, well, I have my brand as a singer, and then I have my brand as an mm-hmm. artist. I mm-hmm. remember when we first started working together. I really, I could see it all happening under one brand, under one name. Yeah. Is that how it's continued? Mm-hmm. And how do you, does it all continue to work now that you're four releases in? Do the two brands work together under your name? Yeah, see, for ages, I actually kept them under one name. And uh-huh. I was going to continue doing that. Yeah, I was going to continue doing that until I was talking to someone and they were like, do you think that it looks good that you are posting a video in a church with like Jesus in the background and then you're mm-hmm. posting a video of you rapping Doja Cat about all things like naughty. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> that's a very fair point. <laughs> yeah. So I then I was like, do you know what? It actually makes more sense for me the way I view it now that I have like my wedding page and then I have my artist page. My wedding page is all of my catalogued music. So if I have like a new piece, I take a video of it and it's added to my catalog. And then if someone's like, have you sang the song before? I can just say, yes, here's the link to it. Here's the link to a 30 second clip. And it makes my life so much easier and everything runs so much easier. And I suppose as well with the artistry side, I'm very... I'm very cautious of the fact that maybe someone wouldn't, some people don't want that kind of artistry person singing at their wedding. Yep. So I'm kind of, I'm killing two birds with one stone by having two pages. And then I can up to update people and say like, come on to my wedding account and be like, I have um, this availability on this day or this date is booked or whatever. And people can keep track of that. Yes. Whereas on my artistry account, it's just, I'm, it's a different audience. Like I'm hitting totally, totally different people. Yes. They don't want to know how many weddings I'm doing in a year. No. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a total different market. So I wised up and finally made a second account. Yes, very good. I know. And then you can really just lean into the full brand of being the wedding singer. Yeah. And then the full, yeah. rather, other than like diluting back either of them and kind of being half one, half the other. Yeah. Because for a while I thought like, I was of the impression that like people, I was trying to market myself and I was like, people invest in people that they feel that they know. So Mm -hmm. on my artist account, I was like, like they'll invest in me. They'll, they'll want me to sing at their wedding because they like me as a person. That's how I was trying to nearly market it. But then I was like, I can do that on another account and it will be way more beneficial and people will want to see the people who follow me for my wedding stuff will want to see that page and they'll want to stay on top of it and they'll go through it even if they're not employing me it's a very good way of like people going through my repertoire and being like they can send it to their partner which is obviously boosting my engagement Mm -hmm. and helping the algorithm but they mightn't even be 
someone that I'm going to work with, they might just be looking at my page for inspiration. So it kind of works. It's beneficial on both sides. Nice. Cool. Yeah, definitely. I think people like things to be, you know, bingeable as well. Like you're just in the headspace for wedding music. I'm in that zone right now and I'm just going to like fly through this. Um, Yeah. Very cool. Okay. And then you could probably feel less apologetic on the artist Mm -hmm. page like kind of go be fully yourself there yeah definitely definitely and it's definitely something that I've took on board from I remember you saying to me ages ago that like to create this brand to come on and like talk and actually create the persona and like let them see who you are and for ages I was like oh mother of god like what am I what am I going to (laughs) say it's just I think it's just like uploading music once you get used to it it's yeah. not as big of a deal. I'm, I was in my head about it for so long, like I was about releasing music. Yes. And I was like, once you get out of your own head and get out of your own way, like no one actually cares. It's not that deep. You're putting up a 30 second clip. Like who actually cares? I know. <laughs> I know. And you yeah. such a, like a unique lifestyle. I Because when I think it's- of the brand of Jess, Jess, I'm like, the images that pop into my mind are like a girl like off to the gym um, and then like after she's been outside with like sheep or cows or something and (laughs) coming back and then doing some gorge R&B neo soul track. (laughs) I'm like, it's a very specific thing. Yeah, it's a bit (laughs) random. It's a bit random. Hence why I had to still work on wedding music I know. Do you still work on the farm? Yeah, yeah. Not as much as I used to, but I still do. Sure, there's living at home. There's no way that I'm going to get away from that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, I'll be able to drop a gap in five seconds if they need me to. It's kind of oh, you're always on standby on call. <laughs> I can't. Is it a dairy farm? Dairy farm. Yeah. yeah fab and so what time do you have to get up for that? Oh well, it's actually fine because when we. When we actually started dairy, we only started two years ago. So we actually installed a robot. So it basically just makes itself. So you kind of just need to no clean up the cow. No way. So, yeah, so it's very high tech. Wow. <laughs> You've got AI for your cows. That's class. Yeah, it's a bit mad. <laughs> Brilliant. And so what's next for you? Are you still working with the same producer? I am. And I also started working with... Do you know Robert Grace? Uh-huh. Yeah, I started working with him um, since I was last talking to you. And between the two, I just trust the two guys, between Alex O'Keefe and him. I trust mm-hmm. them so much and I really mm-hmm. value them. And I think they're just an abundance of knowledge. And they're always yeah. so encouraging. And if I ever have any questions, they're so good. Um, Brilliant. And like even like I went off and bought a laptop and I got like Logic Pro and like they were recommending me like what laptops I get and the whole shebang they're so good like um and I love every time that I make a track with them I'm always super happy um I do think that I I need to start like venturing out because I don't want to stay I want to make sure that I'm getting 100% the sound that I want if that makes sense and I feel like if I keep if I keep my circle small even though I love my circle that yeah I don't want to do the same thing over and over again and get too comfortable. So, yeah, I'm going to have to venture out, but not quite there yet, but we'll get there. I know, I know. And how are your own production skills coming along? They're good. They're definitely getting better. I started, I started off with Ableton. 
And I did a course with Ableton and like I felt I did it. I did like a level one eight week and then I did another eight week one that was more on like mastering. Um, But or mixing rather. Um, But I even find that a lot of my covers are like piano and then my vocals on top. And the difference between me a year ago, two years ago, compared to me finishing my tracks now is just there's it's insane. Like really? if I may say so myself. Oh my god. It's just the it's, difference. It's um, yeah, the tips and tricks that I've pulled up. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. And did you have you always been a techie kind of person? No. No, definitely right? not. Because uh, most singers so don't. Random. Yeah, most singers don't feel like they are techie kind of people. Yeah. Like otherwise, you'd probably yeah. be an electric guitar player. You know, you've decided to be yes. a singer. So I, I'm always really bold, bold away by like the progress that can be made and actually how good you can get at it. Um, and mm. it's this like thing that you can just get infinitely good at, right? And your ears just get so much yeah. better and you hear things differently. And um, I think that's really an important message just to put out there. That, and it's, it must yeah. be really empowering for you to be able to do that yourself. Definitely. And I, d- I would love to be able to like create my own track from scratch and do like production on it. And then my goal for kind of like next year is to like have something half done, three quarters way done and then bring it to one of the lads and be like sprinkle your goodness on top and yes. kind of wrap it up like that so that I'm able to be like, I done a massive amount of work on that and have it as obviously like I'm very proud of the tracks that I've released and the tracks that I have kind of in the bank, but it would just be another achievement being able to do a lot of that work myself. But again, another thing I actually remember you saying is like, you have to be able to wear all these different hats. Like Mm. when you're a singer, you're not just a singer. You have to be able to do your production. You have to be able to do your marketing. You have to know like what way to place your ads, your admin, your emails. Mm -hmm. Like you are, you have to wear all the different hats. So that's something that I've massively took on board. It's very overwhelming, but we're getting there slowly. You're flying it, absolutely flying it. And I think, you know, there comes a point then where it makes sense to potentially outsource or hand over, but you know everything, you know, all the departments, you know what you need and you know how you'd like things. Um, And so if you're, I mean, you're doing brilliant, you're thriving, you're a full-time musician, self-employed, gigs out the door, four, five singles out. Um, you were like, when we first started working together, it was like distribution, what, like, where, yeah. what next, right? I mean, when you yeah. look back at the Jess that started working with me, like how, what do you think about how far you you've come it's actually insane the difference I actually I actually even remember the first time I ever spoke to you I was like I'm afraid to invest in myself Mm. it's like I I was so terrified to invest in myself even though I was obviously so interested in working with you and I thought you were an abundance of knowledge but I it was just an internal thing. Like I couldn't get around it. And then when I finally backed myself, I felt like being in the community that you provided, 
everyone was kind of dealing with their own kind of internal struggles and everyone brought the best out in each other. And then it was kind of like just one foot in front of the other and Mm -hmm. finally got the grasp of things. So it definitely paid off. I definitely wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for being part of that group. Like, Oh, but I, do you know what? I think like I'm getting getting little goosebumps right now, but I actually think that you making that decision to back yourself and invest in yourself and like go, okay, I'm making this big commitment here. Like I'm making an investment Mm -hmm. of time, of money, of energy for me to become an artist. That act on its own, like obviously all the action afterwards is really, really important. But I think that whole shift in mindset and belief in yourself is huge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As well as that, I feel like it's just... It's not a road that many people have traveled down. And mm-hmm. I feel like in my area, to like I'm, I'm like, back then, who could I go to for advice? Like, who do I talk to about singing mm-hmm. or how to improve my like vocal abilities or X, Y, and Z? No one really understood. Like if I said, I have five emails here that whatever, how do I approach this? No one understood anything like that. And it was only when I was talking to you, I was like, I could gain an awful lot of uh, knowledge by (laughs) working here because I just had no one else. And then when I was part of the community, sure, it was just like... Yeah, yeah it, it it really helps. <laughs> I know. And it just kind of normalizes all of that as well. That feels very alien when nobody else is talking about it or dealing with it. Yeah. And then when you're amongst yeah. people like you were in the group with Jet Vesper and mm-hmm. oh, I can't remember who else was in the group, maybe Ian and they are all going through it. They're releasing, you know, Jet was signed at the time and it was just all very obvious to them. Um, but those questions... Yeah can be really foreign for you at the beginning but now I'm sure yeah. it's just how do you feel now when you roll out a single is it like just oh yeah it's just this um how do I feel I don't know <laughs> maybe not there yet <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm getting there my problem is yeah. I have like I've such high expectations of myself yeah. um and uh, something that I like I do need to work on is like I'll be like, this is my goal. And then once I get to my goal, I like double it. So I'm like, I want this many streams. And then all of a sudden it's like jump like five times the amount. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's all right. But we could do double that again. And like, nothing is ever enough. Like I need to be able to like sit in it and be like, this is okay. But I do like, I have... I have a good team behind me. I've started working with a PR mm-hmm. company because mm-hmm. I just feel like, as you said, like money versus time mm-hmm. um, and they know the ins and outs Gosh. and I'm very aware of, I would like to, I would like to pay someone for their expertise yeah. and not be half-arsed at it yeah. um, and like give it everything while I have these songs in yeah. me yeah. <laughs> while I'm doing it. I love but, that. Um, yeah, no, they, and they've been they've been great, and they've been very good to advise me on like how how good my singles are doing because I don't know, like mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't want to compare it to. I see all these people, and like I'm comparing it to people that have like record deals and that aren't independent artists, and I'm like looking at them. Like two of my singles have done fifty thousand streams, and that was my that was my goal. Like I thought that that was great, but now that I've got that, I'm like, let's double that and. Yeah. 
the more I get like in fairness I've been very lucky like I've got the four of my singles have got track of the week on RT2FM and like I have been blessed but I don't know how blessed I am because I've never done it before and I don't know who to compare myself to I know that's that's not normal independent artist (laughs) that's not normal hon so I'm I'm glad that I have the people behind me to be like no this is actually good yeah like you're doing okay because I'm like the minute I see that I'm like where else can we get track of the week yeah. can we get it on like seven other radio stations yeah but this is why this is why you kick ass because of this yeah. right this is why you're a full-time singer professional singer <laughs> this is why you're able to quit your job this is why you have released four or five singles because you have this in you this drive this hunger and it's totally the theme of every single person I've interviewed on this podcast is they are absolutely all they see is opportunity not problems and they're so Mm -hmm. growth orientated they're like how do we change evolve develop get better and that's yeah yeah no definitely and like even even now I'm like thinking for next year I'm like what can I do next year that I haven't done this year that will help me as an artist and I was like this question two years ago was not in my head like that was not something that I was thinking about I was literally like let's get one song out and we'll see what happens so yeah but isn't that an amazing lesson as well for people to take away that like get a song out like just get on the Mm -hmm. horse get on the way and then the better questions and the better ideas and the new opportunities will start to become more obvious to you. But it can feel overwhelming before that moment. So if you can just focus on that one milestone of getting one release out, and then I, I yeah. imagine that it starts becoming really clear then how to make it more of a long term thing. Yeah, definitely. And even like, even since the first release, like I did not know how to, I didn't know what DistroKid was. I had Uh no idea how to put a song on Spotify. Like I was going through your modules, like step Uh by step. Uh Like I was like, how do I do this? (laughs) And I was like, I remember the night that I released my first single, I was actually working a night shift and I had to leave to make sure I was like, I hope this uploaded, right? I know, the anxiety. I was like, listen to it. I was like, okay, it's uploaded. We're okay. I was like, I hope I didn't announce to everyone on my socials that I have a song out and then it just doesn't magically comes out. So... Yeah, so I was literally, I was scanning through the modules. Like, I'd, I'd say I went through them like five times, the same one to make sure I had it all yeah, right. I know. But the anxiety from that has has went down, thank God. But <laughs> God. even like, <laughs> even since then, like, it's mad. It's mad the transition from my first single to like my last. Like, even yeah. the way I, like... I dress the way I look the image like it's all coming together slowly but surely like I still am a bit lost I hate clothes shopping I hate that kind of stuff but we're getting there oh my god there's another amazing lesson like I (laughs) you're so cool okay so because (laughs) because I think that loads of artists that I work with especially not that me especially like just artists I think get really Mm -hmm. stuck on making sure that the debut the premiere the first out is like Mm -hmm. perfect like I nailed everything this is exactly who I am and I'm like hang on a second you actually you want to be going through an evolution after you release your first your second should be stronger your third in terms of you honing your style and who you are all of that is going to evolve 
let that be the process and don't put all that pressure on yourself to nail it on the mm. first go, right? Yeah, definitely. I felt I felt so under pressure with my mm. first single. I remember coming mm-hmm. onto a call and everyone was like, Oh, you happy with your single? I was like, I could cry, I'm so stressed. Like <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed. I remember actually I the first time it was played on I'm from Tipperary, so it was played on Tip FM. So it was like the local radio station. It came on, I finished work. I was sitting outside the gym and it came on the radio and I burst into tears. And I was like, I I can't believe a song of mine is finally out. And it's on the radio and people are listening to it. And I look at that and then I look at like it being played on, like my song's being played on RT2 FM, Today FM, Cork FM, like just spin set west, the whole, and I'm like, this is so weird. Like, when did this happen? I nearly disassociate from it now. I'm like, these are not my songs. I like make these songs and then I like forget them about them. They're like, nah, that doesn't feel like it's me. Oh, well, I love your music. Adore your voice. I'm so excited that you're doing this full time. And I just, I knew you were going to make great things happen. And I'm so excited to see what you make happen next year. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, Jess. All the best for the future, hon. No worries. Thank you so much. Thanks, girl.